to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, she's back. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about none other than my favorite co-host, Angelica, from A Little Bit of Everything with Me. So, let's take a moment out, and I'll be right back with Angelica. So guys, I have one of the most amazing co-hosts ever. She is a podcaster, speaker, I I don't know what else to say, all-around amazing person. You know her as Angelica of A Little Bit of Everything with Me. So we haven't caught up with her in a while, so it's time to catch up. Angelica? Why, hello, Coupon Queen Pin. It's been forever. Well, technically, it's been what, since probably last week? <laughs> yeah, technically, we haven't been, but we haven't caught up in a while. We've been, yeah. we've been working and making things happen. That's right. A lot goes behind the scenes, and it's crazy. Yeah, it's been a while since we caught up. I'm so happy to be back here, not talking about all the other projects that we do. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say 90 Day Fiance. Uh firefly lane 13 reasons why shower karaoke karaoke. uh yeah there was so much (laughs) a lot (laughs) so okay where do we begin okay you know it's been quite the year and for those of you that don't know even though angelica is my co-host we have never officially physically met we have met virtually we've seen each other we know that neither one of us is being catfished so I can officially tell you ladies and gentlemen yes she is a female no she is not catfishing anyone so yes you know she's not telling people her name is Mike Jones um but (laughs) (laughs) what have you what's been going on with you this year I mean how are you feeling now that things are kind of settled with all of with you know going into the out well you know I feel like it's uh, just an update I it hasn't really settled um We are going through a third wave of COVID. Um, They're going to relock this down again. So I feel like what happened last year, I'm still living in it as in can't really go out, can't travel, can't, can't really do much, but I'm still working. I'm very thankful to be working my full-time job. And I'm, I feel like I'm just busier now with the podcast it's been crazy. Like at the beginning of the year, I decided to, okay, let me get some new guests because I'm running out of people. And I just posted it into one Facebook group and I've had over, (laughs) I've had over like a hundred people contact me. And then, oh my gosh, my calendar blew up. I had to literally roll it out a hundred days in. So technically you can book now for a hundred days in, but I'm actually booked, fully booked until July. I'm overwhelmed by the response. Again, with the podcast, it is a little bit of everything with me. So 
technically like we can talk about a little bit of everything so there's more opportunity for more people to be on the show and talk about their passions so that's been busy I feel like the podcast has become busier and I'm so happy to find out that I was nominated again for the Latin Podcast Awards for 2021 so we'll see what happens in September October um so I'm excited (laughs) yeah I okay yes I forgot to tell you um, amongst her list of things, Angelica is also an award-winning podcaster. Um, so, one, how has life changed since you've become famous? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it hasn't really changed. It's, you know, okay, this is what it is. You win the award, you feel, for me, it's like my little happy dance, this bubble of podcasting that thankfully my parents and my family and my husband supports. But winning this award, it's not like I got a cash prize or I got like, I got an award, like I got a physical award. It's a, it's a mic. It's huge. It's bigger than my head. It's got, it's very nice. It says your name on it. But to me, that was more of a, a reassurance of all the hard damn work that you put into this. And I don't get paid by sponsors. I don't monetize. I like to keep it ad free. It's for like little promos from different podcasters. Always get to help out the community and help each other out in that way. But being in this bubble of like, wow, you know, the extra hours that you put in all the extra time, like that you would generally put that towards to other things, you're putting it into the podcast, all the guests that you've had on the show, everything that you do for your podcast, which has become a part-time job that's getting, I'm getting unpaid for, but it's the passion behind it. It's the love that you love to create content and have people on the show, being able to learn about different people and stuff. So that award to me was more of a, holy crap, like, hard work is paying off and hard work it takes hard work it's not something where you know you're just going to do it for a couple hours and you know let's deal with it next month hard work like I release five episodes a week I have a I run a tight ship of a schedule I have to balance everything out including my full-time job and my other community work, which is not just the podcast, the podcaster community book that we both co-founded uh, called the Circle of Outstanding Podcasts. And then I have my, you know, other work that I volunteer for, which is the Learning Disabilities Association. And then there's other stuff, like I do have an online shop. Then there's other things that are involving getting into the virtual markets to sell stuff from the shop, you know, fulfilling orders. So that award on its own was more of, you know what, Angelica, you worked your butt off in 2020, 2019. And this is the recognition. This is the hard work you're putting into it. Has it changed for me? It made me kind of feel like, wow, okay, what can I do next? How can I top this off? How can I continue to keep getting these awards? you know, what else could I do? So it's allowed me to challenge myself even more and see where else I could take myself this year for 2021. So with all the stuff that you're doing, and it seems like you need a clone. um, (laughs) I mean, because you did open the shop last year um, or earlier this year, but how do you have time for everything that you do? 
See, this is something that I wanted to create a masterclass about time. Um, how do I create time? You got to have a, first of all, you need to have a grid support system. Without your support system, you've got nothing. Because if one person is not supporting you, then three others may not support you. And then it just, everything tends to fall apart. Um, so what I do is I do work a long day from seven to four. So I'm up pretty early. My day usually starts around 4.50. I'm rolling out of bed and trying to be like, oh my gosh, what day is it today? Is it the weekend? Even though I don't really sleep in anymore. And I do have three calendars. So I have a physical calendar that I write in every single month to know what episodes are being released. Because again, it's a five-day schedule. I need to make sure guests that I've interviewed by order are being, these episodes are being published and I have to see it physically what's coming up so I can plan ahead. And I do have a Calendarly that's connected. For those who don't know, Calendarly is amazing. It's an online booking system. You put in your availability and you have people just booking into your calendar, which is synchronized with your Google Calendar. Then on top of that, I've got my Apple Calendar that syncs with the Google just in case I forgot something. There's like 20 million alerts coming in through my phone just in case something um, I forget. So I will not forget. Uh, the other thing is the support system, being organized with calendars, but also creating that balance. So this year for me was all about balancing uh, because my 2019 year and 2020 was really difficult. I focused a lot on the podcast. I had to, you know, make some changes through the show. I had to really just, okay, how am I going to pivot? How am I going to gain more listeners? How can I pump these episodes out better and more? Because there's so many people coming onto the podcast. I don't want them to think their episode, hey, your episode's going to come out in like 2023. So I had to pivot and get used to it. Once I got used to it, I got the hang of how to do everything. Again, I'm a one woman show. Same thing as yourself, Coupon Queenpin. We got to think about guest booking, editing, production, like the whole nine yards here. So I usually dedicate time for podcasting. Now I cut it down to two hours every evening. And the rest of the evening, if I get an order in, I'm literally starting to pack those orders and get those out by next day. And the mm -hmm. stuff that I don't have in hand, because it is an online e-commerce shop as well, which I opened September uh, 2020. Um, I have to make sure that I'm sending that order to the fulfillment center nearest to that person's uh you know, area. So for example, you're ordering something and it's coming from the United States. I want to make sure that it will either come to Canada on time, or if you're in the United States, it's going to get there for you within the week or two. And especially with COVID, it's been, you know, kind of a little bit stressful, but a lot of people have been super understanding and they're okay. You know, a lot of product that comes from the U.S., they're okay that they're going to receive it in Canada within a month because of the COVID situation. So I've been really grateful that my customers have been great. And I know I kind of put off a little bit the online shop because the podcast has gotten so busy the beginning of 2021. So I'm trying to see how I can fit at least five hours a week and dedicate it to the shop because I had a couple of collections that I wanted to release that I designed and be able to do that appropriately so but I do have product in hand like accessories headbands and sunglasses that that's easily can go out at any time and you know you it's it's tough to balance when you've got so many projects happening but calendars work blocking it off in your calendar and say 
okay, dinner is going to happen at this time. I know it sounds silly, but I've heard so many people do this in the past where, and it actually works for them. You really need to block off like on your Google calendar from seven to four, you're working from, let's say if you get home in half an hour, so from 4.30 to five, like you're just chilling. And then you have your guest interviews, which is usually two or one throughout the week. And sometimes on the weekends, I'm interviewing three people. So it's like, you have to book that time off. And then after you can say, well, editing and this, this, and that can happen on the weekend when you first start. But I've gotten hang of things. I wake up a little bit earlier or I'll get a good, you know, relaxation during the day and then I'll pump it at night. Cause it seems like now I work better in the evening and get things done more because I've got 90 day fiance playing in the background and I've got the headphones listening to my guests and edit at the same time. So you do find what works for you. You just got to have that support system that's going to allow you to do it. You have to be organized through calendars and everything's just going to fall into place. Wow. So guys, you hear it. I'm always talking about the village, the support system, the fam clan. That is the good basis to so many things. Now, okay, you talked about pivoting and having to change. Were you actually surprised by how rapidly you had to change during the beginning of COVID? Well, I did pivot my podcast. It was in 2019 in August, July, August, because when I first started, I released, I think one episode a month. And then I went to two episodes a month and then I kind of increased it. And then once I got guests and was courageous to have people on the show, that's where I was like, oh crap, I have 20 people. That means 20 months if I'm releasing an episode once a month. So I had to really pivot and say, how much work can I put into this in order for these people not to feel like they've been abandoned? Because, you know, that's a long time to tell somebody your episode's going to come out in 20 months. Right, right. I mean, you're talking (laughs) about almost two years. Like, yeah, your your episode's coming out in 2023. Um, (laughs) And it's not fair. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, okay. You started getting guests because I know there are people out here that are really interested in podcasting. Mm -hmm. And for, for those of you that don't know, we don't just sit up there and say, Hey, I've got a mic. I've got a phone. Let me record something because those don't work. And you and I even saw a statistic the other day that said 75% of podcasts flop or go under after seven episodes. Mm-hmm. And you're at about 500 mm-hmm. right now. And I'm at about 400. Mm-hmm. So, okay. You know, you have a support system, you have a calendar What makes you say, you know what? I want to keep doing this. I want to keep podcasting. You got to know your why and why you're doing it. And I've been, I've been stuck on clubhouse for, and I still make time for clubhouse. Cause again, it's like something in the background that keeps playing. And a lot of people always think about the money. 
people are just like, I want to start a podcast because I have a business and I want to generate more leads, or I want to start a podcast because I want to make money. People are, another one was a great one actually was, I just released my episode two days ago and I need sponsorship. We need to remove that. And this is why you and I have continued to podcast. And a lot of our community members in our group, the Circle of Outstanding Podcasts, have continued and surpassed those six months, that seven episodes, surpassed those 100 episodes, surpassed two years, three years. And the whole thing that I try to tell people when people ask me, I want to start a podcast, I the first thing I usually say now, because thanks to a good friend of ours, um, who's been podcasting for 10 years and said, you're not going to make money. Let's be real. You're not going to make right, money. right. I I think um, what well, let's be a little bit candid right now is the the idea that most people have is I'm going to get into podcasting and I'm going to be able to quit my job. I'm going <laughs> to be able to quit my day job and I'm going to be able to go into podcasting full time because mm-hmm. they see st- people like Joe Rogan who have Mm -hmm. made these, you know, deals with huge companies Mm -hmm. and you're like, okay. And, and you and I have both done that where we're just like, okay, let's get this, let's get this, this, you know, sponsor, let's run out here and get the, and the thing is when they tell you stuff like, no, your podcast hasn't even had a thousand listens (laughs) or, you know, you have to have Mm -hmm. a thousand listens per episode Mm -hmm. and you're like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. And, and now you're kind of getting a little bit, uh, discouraged, discouraged and you're overwhelmed and it's upsetting. It is upsetting. It really is. And unfortunately, it's portrayed in that society because we're so used to seeing, you know, Ash, not Ashton Kircher, Dax, whatever his name is. We've seen all these heavy hitters having podcasts and getting these million dollar deals. And, you know, the reality is you need to have a thousand listens per episode within 24 to 48 hours to get $15. Right, right. And that's what most people don't realize is, you know, when you hear us doing ads or you hear us doing we're not getting like millions of dollars for Mm -mm. those ads that's Mm -mm. not that's not what's happening I mean some ads we even do we're doing for free yeah I was gonna say that both you and I know that we've done a lot of ads that we just do it out of heart because we want to help that small business. We want to help that uh, person who's, who, whatever it is, if it's an entrepreneur or coach, whoever, whoever's got a business or something to promote a book, a conference, we do that because we're not charging them. We just want to show, Hey, let me help you out because you know, it's a lot to pay out of pocket for these people to get a spot on a podcast show because now everyone's charging ridiculously amount of money. So we just do it because, hey, get an interview and promote your stuff at the same time just for free. So true. So true. And I think that's one of the crazy things is that people don't get that. People don't get that. So, okay. Angelica's a podcaster she is a e-commerce person she is a speaker and believe it or not one of the things that some listeners may not know that you are very honest about all the time and really don't hide is that you're dyslexic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And it took a while for me to really open up about it and accept it. I was diagnosed in 1996. So throughout my whole entire life, let's say, cause this was uh, when I was in grade one, I had, they discovered I had learned disability where I wasn't, you know, reading at the same pace. I wasn't, I was very shy. I was, you know, I, I can say now that the, there was some serious social anxiety, not wanting to talk to people. I was bullied. I didn't have many friends. I was very alone to myself and everything. And as I got into high school, you know, you just got to find those friends that, that I'm actually with, still friends with after 20 years, which I'm so happy for them. And that's the only group I love to hang out with. And there's people who I've reconnected that we were acquaintances and stuff. But growing up was always a challenge because you weren't um, the same student as everybody no one excelled the same as you do. And then you're always thinking and having these doubts. So the reason why I actually started the podcast was because I wanted to gain confidence and be able to share my story and be able to become a speaker. And I said to myself, how am I going to become a speaker if I can't even talk to a stranger or the person behind me? You know, so I decided to, let's see, let's find another way to open up. So once I started the podcast, I was able, six months into it, I was able to kind of like, okay, let me get out there and serve the community. So I'm a champion, which they call the speaker, um, another word for a speaker, but we're called champions for the Learning Disabilities Association. And I'm trying to get involved more. And I have been throughout COVID because it's easier to do virtually than me traveling to the facility, which will probably take half an hour, 45 minutes. But hopefully one day I can meet all the amazing people, part of this uh, amazing organization and you know, I talk about my experiences, I've done keynote speaking and share my story and stuff. And, you know, teach parents like we, your kid will be okay. Uh, Because it's unfortunate to hear how a lot of them think that they're just going to end up as a manager or not excel anything just be in retail for the rest of your life, which there's nothing wrong being in retail. I was in retail for 18 years. But, uh, you know, there's so many opportunities that you can gain and move up within retail, especially in the corporate world. So trying right, to change right. that stigma and, um, right. you know, I met so many great people and I was a- I'm so happy to be sharing it with my audience, sharing it with my guests and be able to share with everybody else because that's how I was able to keep going with the podcast and be able to say, I got something you know, I got something here. I love talking to people. I want to get to know more about them. I randomly meet dyslexics and people with other learning disabilities that you're just like, oh my gosh, you're, you're like me. You're like me, you know, like, like in the right, background. Right. And, so. and you know, the funny thing, I, I think you said something, you kind of hit a nail on the head and, and I, I, I deal with a lot of parents and I hear this all the time. It's kind of like they have this issue when they find out that their child has some some form of a disability. And it takes a lot of coaxing to try to tell people, you know what, your child is okay. Your, your child can live a normal life. Your child can, you know, I mean, yeah, there are things that you have to adjust, but it doesn't make them any worse. as a person because that that's usually the the big thing is you know I I don't know where in society we get this but we now want to treat everybody different and we want to talk slower or louder or you know get a little bit more animated or you know 
it, it it's like no just have a normal conversation they'll they'll be okay <laughs> you know it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's hard but i'm i'm glad that you're I, and I, I guess maybe i've never said this to you but i'm glad that you're out there and you're speaking and you're speaking as an adult who's had to deal with this you know from childhood that hey you know it's it's okay your, your your child will grow up and get a regular job and be okay and understand the english that you speak when you say hey can you go over there and pick that up <laughs> you know mm-hmm. i mean you know it's it's so i i'm i'm i have to say thank you because you are you've been such a role model and it's been great for people to see that you know you are this awesome person you're like a really awesome person like you're I've always said this you're like a rock star you do a million things (laughs) and um I I wish they could clone you um (laughs) wouldn't that be fun uh i i think it would be easier for you if they cloned you at least that way your clones could do some of the stuff and then you could get to you know a little free time you show yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah i mean you know it's just letting people know that hey you know what it's it's just it's it's a condition but it doesn't have to determine everything you know, you learn to live with it and you learn to how to maneuver. And that's really what the great part is. Yeah. And it's, um, it's hard to accept it too, because it did take me about five years ago to say, all right, Angelica, there is no pill. There's no surgery. There is no magic wand that's going to say you're not dyslexic anymore. No, it's a part of you. It's part of your personality. You need to embrace it. You need to learn how to use it find something you love, something that you're passionate about and move with it because there's so many dyslexics who are famous. If you want to look up to anybody and see how they've overcome their challenges, because yeah, we may have to work two times, four times harder, but we will get there. You know, I met lawyers, I met COOs, I met musicians, I met people that I didn't even think that it was even possible for a dyslexic because you self, you yourself are having these doubts. You know, people have masters and different degrees. And I'm just like, holy crap, good for you. You know, show it out there. Be proud. Go to, to a community or school and share that accomplishment because a lot of kids are in that doubt. Even for myself, when I was a kid, there was nobody that I knew who was an adult with dyslexia. Again, computers wasn't really that available um, as often as it is now. You, any, there's kids with phones at the age of three. So it's like, you know, it's accessible to you. Don't remind but, me. Don't <laughs> remind me. Like, I know yeah. it's crazy. But, you know, at the time, I there wasn't a book that said, here are dyslexics. Like, I didn't know Albert Einstein was one of them. I didn't know um, there were some philosopher. I can't even say the name, but greek people in the past philosophers thank you (laughs) this is why i have you you fill in the the words for me too okay for those of you that don't know (laughs) yes i have known that angelica is dyslexic for quite some time so if you are a fan of shower or karaoke (laughs) 
or 13 reasons why or any of those and you'll hear me just like say the word and you're like why does she do that I know what she's struggling with so it's just like yeah it's just that word I I don't you know (laughs) for those of you that don't know there are times when I will tell people it's not my story to tell so I will not out anyone for any reason. I've never, you know, and Angelica and I have talked about this before. I don't out people. So it's just like, okay, yeah, it's that. Let's just move on. Like, you know, and you guys are probably like, (laughs) okay, why does she do that? Yeah. That's the reason. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, you do help me a lot because you know, what's crazy too. It's like, we're super connected in like radio waves we don't see each other we, we don't see each other on camera because we look like crap when we come home from work so we're both like yeah this is not happening like as much as we have this great partnership and friendship yeah we still don't want to see each other like that's a thing like this yeah is, it's like a uh, right now like, i'm seeing an s yeah. or a cqp right in front of me like it depends and then she <laughs> my cover art that's that's how it works right now and that's how it's always been so that's how it's been guys so like what you get when you listen to live when you're like watching the lives on monday and tuesday is what (laughs) you're normally like what we're looking at so it's like yeah okay i mean yeah there are times when we will zoom and we're like having this zoom video thing and it's like okay i've got this but most of the time it's like yeah no camera's off (laughs) yeah and that's the so with this whole radio wave sync I have troubles with words like she just you just pick up on what I'm trying to say and it's like even though I'm trying to think of it you're just like oh it's this and I'm like yes thank you and you know it's because then I can remember the word and how it's pronounced because I the pronunciation names and stuff like that oh my gosh there's so many times I apologize and so many things I've said I I hope I made it clear to everybody who who is a listener of mine that it's like I cannot pronounce names for the life of me so sometimes I'm like oh cannot pronounce it you know I cannot pronounce names here we go so you know coupon queenpin really helps me out a lot so if I'm trying to figure out what this word is or how to pronounce this person's name, then, you know, she's there to help me. So there's no, nothing wrong. And this is just a helpful way to help me. That's all it is. Yeah, that's all. That's all. So if you're always like, why does she do that? Why does she give her the word? That's the reason I give her the word. guys. So it yeah. just makes it easier. <laughs> it does. It makes it easier. And, and the funny thing is like, people are, you know, you guys get a laugh. You're like, okay, that's what she meant. And everybody moves on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah. So okay. What is your plan? Like, where do you see Angelica, you know, all very good, which is the name of your amazing clothing line. Um, and a little bit of everything with me going in the next few years. There's still a lot of work to get done. And I feel like I see that a lot. <laughs> yes, it's only been two years, but there's so much more to get done. Um, I'm hoping that I can grow into as a speaker and keynote speaker and continue to share my story. I really want to be able to have like something in consulting and in a way of like parents can call me and say, hey, you know, this is what's going on. I do need to, I, I've been saying like, I've been wanting to write a book since 2019 and it's like, 
we're at 2021 in March and uh, I don't even know <laughs> when this book is going to start, but with all very good, I want to see it grow more. I want it to be able to be more creative and put some more designs on there because most of the stuff I design and then I just slop it on some product and then it looks amazing and, you know, be able to push that um, through Canada, the United States. It's hard to do internationally because it takes longer to get there. And there's not many fulfillment centers in the uh, Europe uh, and international to, to really, you know, create the product. So it'd have to come from the U.S. and it'll cost more and stuff to the customer. So I kind of just, you know, I eliminate that. But I want it to grow and especially uh, with a little bit of everything with me, grow more into my community locally because I've grown a great uh listenership through the United States I've hit I still don't even know to this day and I, I say this so many times how many states you have I am Canadian I'm allowed to say that <laughs> okay so we have 50 states because Angelica actually thought 52, we had we thought we had 52 we have 50 states um <laughs> For some reason, I was thought it was either 50, 52, 54. I'm like, I still don't know. Like, it's whoa. <laughs> okay, thank you. There's 50 states that I managed to hit with my podcast. Canada, I met probably like three, four provinces out of the 10. And I want to grow into Canada, be involved more with the community with my podcast, help smaller businesses and you know, kind of navigate that way too to help out, um, get myself more into media, hopefully into radio and, uh, you know, push myself out there more. So I'm hoping to grow within my creative side with the podcast, with speaking and all of that, because it's it's stuff that I love and I am so passionate about. And uh, all the, the journey that I'm on is, it's, you know, something like I want to continue to share and give others hope and, you know, give that encouragement, like, hey, you can just do anything. There's, I've had like a million jobs. I've done it all. Like, you know, anybody can do anything in this world. Take advantage of the opportunities really is this, is the key here. You know, we're so fortunate to be in the Americas. And when I say that I include Canada and the U.S. because we have equal opportunities that you could either go chase them. They're not going to come knocking on your door. You got to go chase them. You got to go after them and explore what's out there because there will be something for you that you're going to be passionate about, even if it's podcasting. So true, so true. So guys, remember, it's really about making sure that you're following that passion no matter what. So are there plans for a third wedding? Oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> glad you asked. No, <laughs> for I those of you no that idea. don't know, you're probably like, wait, third wedding? Like, how old is this woman? Okay, <laughs> so Angelica actually had two weddings um, and she married the same person, but it was actually cheaper for her to get married and have her marriage recognized in Canada before she had her destination wedding and had a whole other ceremony in Jamaica. So I'm asking, are you planning on doing something amazing for a honeymoon? Like, are we having some sort of rededication ceremony or something? Well, see, when I got married in Jamaica, a year later, we got, uh, we did our honeymoon. So we went to Dominican. They gave us vouchers for when you do a wedding destination, you guys got to go back to that episode if you can. Um, It'll I be in the just, show notes, guys. It, it's a lot of secrets that I dip because, and I even tell people, I'm like, you need to just go do this this way because it just saves you a lot of money and eliminates all the people that, uh, you don't want to invite <laughs> no hard feelings. It's just, I don't know you and 
do I want you there? Um, but in the future, I think we're planning on something. Um, we've been together for almost, well, actually, yeah, 10 years. This past March, we've, I think was our second anniversary, our second wedding anniversary in Toronto. Uh, next month will be our yeah second wedding anniversary for jamaica so it's weird i had to like think about that i was like wait a second um i think we're gonna do one for the 10 year mark or five year well i don't think we can travel in five years the way things are going so maybe the 10 year mark we might do something uh but again it will be destination though uh definitely destination is going to be something that uh, we encourage our friends to do <laughs> because it was so much fun. Like, honestly, it was so much fun. Um, yeah, I would love to do a 10 year or five year if we can travel. Um, but yeah, maybe something in the future. Third wedding with the same guy. Third wedding with the <laughs> same guy. You're doing better than Elizabeth Taylor. Um, <laughs> so yeah, for like the her episode where how she got married twice and guys she did it for like eight thousand bucks like yeah that's eight thousand american so, so if you guys are I'm Canadians, like, it's about 12 so i'm like what people can't <laughs> have a first wedding for like eight thousand dollars <laughs> so yeah eight thousand for two weddings yes that's pretty good that's I'm, pretty- I'm 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 here for all of that Yes. <laughs> yeah and for those who don't know in, in toronto in general like you are spending between a minimum now seventy thousand dollars to one hundred fifty thousand on a wedding here just inviting Whoa. 150 people i know isn't that crazy like uh, fifty thousand to 150 is like prices of houses in the u.s which i wish i could buy a house for that price here yeah that's that, a million that's <laughs> that's you know and for some houses that's like still a down payment like mm-hmm. that's wow yeah so yes guys i'm gonna her episode will be in the show notes on how she did it all for eight thousand bucks because i was when she told me i was when you told me that i was just like wait what she can't be serious and then when you started telling me the story i was like oh my gosh mm-hmm. wow <laughs> So yeah, she had two ceremonies for the price of less than one. <laughs> um, but that is so awesome. That is so awesome. So tell everyone where they can find your amazing podcast and your all very good clothing line and find you just about everywhere you're doing everything. So you can find my podcast on 18 podcast platforms and also including Amazon Music, uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Um, you can type in a little bit of everything with me or you can go to www.everythingwithange.com. You can also find me on Instagram at a little bit of everything with me, also on Facebook. And for all very good, you can go to avgallverygood.com or you can go on Instagram at A-V-G-E-S-T 2020. So guys, you heard it here. Definitely make sure you are getting some of that gear because I still have to buy a 
queen <laughs> sweatshirt or a hoodie or a t-shirt or something like that because you know I just need one it, there just has to be a few of those in my repertoire has to be <laughs> right there in my wardrobe just see it, you know <laughs> I have to go out you know I keep telling people my pronoun it's like what's your pronoun queen <laughs> queen so Angelica it has been amazing having you not that I don't have you any other time because, you know, got <laughs> three so times a week <laughs> stuff going on. If you guys are not listening, if you guys have been under a rock somewhere, we do a live mm-hmm. on Mondays and Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we talk about nothing but 90 day. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, that's exactly how we met. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we talk about we do a recap on 90 Day Fiance and all stuff 90 Day related. Then, of course, on Fridays, if you're listening, if you love it, if you love to sing along, we are doing shower or karaoke, which is coming to its second season finale. But of course, we do recaps on stuff like. 13 reasons why and you will find out what we are going on to next after the season finale for this season of shower karaoke you just gotta stay tuned because of course queen pin and angelica can't leave you just missing us we will bring you stuff and who knows we always have quirky ideas so it's just one of those things of, hey, Angelica, what do you think? Do you think we should do that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. Seriously. Like that's, it's, it's not a joke. That's how our conversations go behind the scenes. Um. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. So it has been amazing having you. So guys, definitely check her out. Her information will be in the show notes. The episode will be in the show notes and that's all. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. Guys, I hope that you enjoyed this as much as we did. Whenever Angelica and I get together, it's always a great time. So definitely go check out her podcast, A Little Bit of Everything with Me. The information's in the show notes. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and happy shopping. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen Pen. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate her podcast.